And it looks as if Republican Representative Jim Jordan is not going to make it on the first vote. He can't get enough votes at this point. Uh, in fact, eight Republicans that they weren't expecting, uh, four of them I think they were, but eight voted no. And it's important because it's time-sensitive because uh, without a speaker, lawmakers are unable to pass legislation uh, in the midst of the international crisis and the looming government shutdown. They, they can't do anything. So people who are preventing this from happening will have a hand in any of those calamities that come our way. Uh, meanwhile, we've got some issues out there that uh, are going to affect us one way or another, whether it's for ourselves or a family member, what's happening in our hospitals, the staffing crisis in particular, the shortage of nurses in Michigan is the heart of a battle that's brewing in Lansing, where lawmakers may consider whether to pass legislation that would impose mandatory staffing ratios in hospitals. I already told you it's on the front page of the Detroit News, nurses and hospitals at odds on required staffing plans. WJR senior news analyst Marie Osborne honing in with a closer look at both sides of the issue. Marie? And, Paul, if you've been in a hospital in the last year, you have seen this problem firsthand. Nurses are in short supply. These bills are known as the State Patient Care Act, and here's basically the breakdown on this controversy. Minimum staffing ratios mean that there would be requirements to assign a certain number of patients per nurse. Healthcare workers say this is a great idea which would improve patient care. Hospital administrators say this would be a financial disaster and, in fact, reduce patient care access. According to the Detroit News, the proposed mandatory staffing ratios are part of this package of bills that are supposed to get a hearing later this month. The fight has also pitted nursing unions against hospitals. Democrats, who are labor-friendly overall, hold a slim margin in the state legislature right now. Under this proposed plan, mandatory overtime would be banned. All hospitals would have to make public their nurse-to-patient ratio. And here's an idea of what that would look like. In the ICU, one nurse would have one patient. In labor and delivery, it would be one nurse to three patients. If this passes, the Michigan Health Association says Michigan hospitals would have to hire about 13,000 new hospitals, and they say that would be near impossible due to the shortage of nurses. One possible look into the future of nursing, Paul, is a program from Trinity Health, which has started a virtual nursing system at some of its hospitals. The nurses talk to family members via video, helping them to fill out paperwork and other routine tasks. The virtual nurse though would work with a direct care nurse on site and also we should say the bills have received bipartisan support they're backed by the michigan nursing association but opposed by the michigan health and hospital association look for a very long time we've had to deal with nurse burnout we're starting to see that in doctors as well for a very long time we've heard from nurses that they're overworked that they have way too many beds assigned to them to be able to really do the job they've always wanted to do as nurses. This is a calling, not just a job. And they're getting burned out, and they're concerned about patient safety. Uh, They get tired. They're worn out. 
They're concerned that they could potentially hurt a person that they've been entrusted to care for. And then we have the other side that is saying, well, but we can't afford to have the proper number of nurses. So it's a it's a big, big problem waiting to blow up, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And you can see both sides of this argument. I mean, it'd be great to hire 13,000 nurses, but they're just not here in Michigan. So what? Are, how are you going to fill that uh, gap or that void? But uh, I will tell you, I've been in the hospital with loved ones last year a couple of times, and it was really um, scary, some of the things that I saw. And I mean, I was there helping as if I was a nurse. And it was, oh you know, like taking somebody to the hospital, putting their clothing on. You know, it it just, it really is a serious problem. It be, It's become normal yes. for us to say, boy, if a loved one's in the hospital, you better have an advocate there for them. Mm-hmm. That means a family member is assigned to be in the hospital room with that patient as much as possible. Yeah. When the heck was that acceptable? Yeah. When did that have to become a part of a hospital stay where you pay an exorbitant amount of money for just the time in the hospital, let alone all the services. Uh, it's 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 out of control. There's no question. And here's the other thing. You know, you said, how do they fill the gap? Well, somebody came up with the idea of traveling nurses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So imagine what it's like to be a nurse paying X uh, amount an hour for your job, and then somebody comes in as a traveling nurse and makes X times three or X times oh, five yes. oh, what you yes. make. Mm-hmm. That's not easy to swallow. Nope. I know a couple people who do that, and they've made a very, very good living. They're young. They're single. They can do it, and they love it. But what you just described is very true. You've got one person. And look at the auto industry right now. They're fighting against that very thing, that you Correct. have one worker making one thing and another one doing the same job making another uh amount of money every hour so <laughs> they're fighting it in the auto industry it's yeah it's happening in the healthcare industry what well, happened well. when uh, when i um, don't quote me on the facts because these aren't the facts this is the memory of when i used to have to fly or used to get to fly kim's training i get i used to get to fly to new york every week i'd work monday through friday at wabc saturday and sunday at the beloved wjr for my hometown I used to fly, and it was easy. It was a quick trip. But then, I think it was Northwest, could have been American way back then, bought another airline. And the baggage people working side by side found out that there was a vast difference in what the hourly wage was for the people who worked for either Northwest or the airline capital or whoever it was, Republic, whoever they bought. And then they started protesting and taking luggage and pulling the luggage tags off and throwing them in the middle of the, in the middle of the <laughs> luggage area. Now that didn't affect me because I, I was I I always did carry on. You wore the same clothes for three or four days. Why? Who knew? I was town. in two different states. <laughs> um, who knew? Uh, so, but the point is, uh, people don't like working side by side, doing no. the exact same job and not making the same amount of money. And you're right. We're seeing it right now in the auto industry. And then there's another story under the opinion section of today's uh, Detroit News where a Patrick Crane, MD, DNP, RN, boy, he's got a lot of letters, from the Michigan Council of Nurse Practitioners under the headline, Nurse Practitioners Deserve Full Practice Authority. So now where do you draw the line? 
I mean, oh. it takes a lot to become a nurse or a registered nurse. I presume not as much to become a nurse practitioner. And then what does that do to the people who went the extra mile to become the registered nurse or whatever? I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot going on here. This industry is really going through monumental changes. And they can and very well may affect each and every one of us and not in a good way. Exactly. All right, Marie, always a good job, as always. WJR Senior News Analyst Marie Osborne, as we continue with Paul W.J.R.